When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for two forty nine dollars a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today, or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Good Eagles fans, this is your guy Tone DeShields the second. This is football 24-7, and I'm joined by our Eagles insider, John McMullen. We appreciate you guys for always locking in on the content. Smash that like button. Make sure you guys are always engaged. Make sure you guys are also subscribed to the Jacob Sports YouTube channel. We appreciate all the love and the support that you guys provide to the show. Now, uh, this is going to be a, a pretty direct, a pretty short, sweet, and to the point football 24-7. It's Friday, and we want to make sure everyone gets to enjoy their weekend. But it's week six. Eagles are facing off against the New York Jets, who they happen to be 12-0 against all time, which is a pretty crazy uh, record to begin with. But the Jets haven't really had the strongest history over the past dec- over the past 20-plus years, maybe not since Fireman Ed. So uh, this is going to be pretty exciting uh, to watch. And, um, John, you know, let's just get right into it, man. Uh, Eagles, Jets. Um, let's start with the injury. Let's start on the injury front because I think that's the most pressing matter, right? I think that's the most uh, – the most – uh, how can you put this on um, exciting or interesting news to talk about? So let's start there. What's going on in the injury from the Philadelphia? Eagles? Yeah, I don't know how exciting it didn't go well for the Eagles by the end right. of the week. Jalen Carter getting hurt at practice on Wednesday uh, with an ankle uh, sprain. Um, Nick Sirianni said he doesn't think it's going to be long term. So that's probably uh, a low ankle sprain instead of a high one. That's good news. But not going to play this week. Um, and I, obviously, I mean, he's been a dominant player. It's tough to say say this, but I said it on Birds 365 this morning. It's been one of the best defensive players in the league. That's how good he's been. So um, 
that's a significant loss. Two other um, defensive starters, Darius Slay, uh, with a knee injury, is ruled out already. Justin Evans not only ruled out with his own knee injury, but he was placed on injured reserve today, so he'll be out for at least four games. Uh, and then on the offensive side, Quez Watkins uh, with a hamstring, so he's probably going to be gone for a couple weeks at least in the best-case scenario. I do expect uh, Nicobe Dean back. Um, Eagles will uh, put him back on the 53 uh, tomorrow, most likely. Nick Sirianni um, essentially confirmed that this morning. Um, and Fletcher Cox obviously will be back, uh, so that's big as well. Uh, Marlon Tui Pelotu and Cindy Brown are questionable, but Sydney told me Thursday he's going to play. Uh, so I expect him back. Uh, Marlon's more of a 50 50 type deal, um, a legitimate questionable. Uh, so, yeah, all of a sudden, it looked like the Eagles came out of Los Angeles very healthy, and all of a sudden, injuries pop up. In the case of Carter and Watkins during practice, in the case of Evans and Slay, they managed to play through it. Um, they played; they both played the entire game in Los Angeles. Managed to play through it, but obviously got through it uh, banged up. So you give them credit for that. But yeah, um, some injury issues, no, no doubt about it. Yeah, definitely. Over the past several hours, you know, as the injury news began to roll out. Uh, you know, there's been a debate about which is a more significant loss, Jalen Carter or Darius Slay. Now, obviously, both of them um, are very high-profile players on the Philadelphia Eagles. Both of them um, are key cogs in what the Philadelphia Eagles want to accomplish on the defensive side on the defensive side of the ball. But, you know, when you think about it from the perspective of the D-line still has guys like Fletcher Cox, Milton Williams, Jordan Davis, right, Hassan Reddy, Josh Sweat. Um, you still got Catavia Street right there. Um, there's still some depth on that defensive line to kind of supplement what they're losing in Jalen Carter. I mean, his production is kind of hard to replace, but you can kind of get by with what they have. Uh, but on the pass defense side of it, losing Darius Slay, I would like to think that's a more significant loss than Jalen Carter. Again, both losses are significant, but when you think about it, when you think about it in terms of what the Philadelphia Eagles' weak, main weaknesses is. Oh, that that's really on the pass defensive side of the ball. So, you know, I, I want to hear your thoughts on that, right? You know, which do you think is a more uh, significant loss, uh, Darius Slay or Jalen Carter right now? Well, this week I would say it's Carter. If you got me next week, I would say it's Slay. I mean, it's the Jets are the 32nd ranked uh, passing offense in the NFL. Um, and they're 30, you know, there's 32 teams. So <laughs> that tells you where they are throwing the football. Um, so, yeah, this week I would say Carter, uh, the more significant loss. Now, if Miami, if the same two players are out, I would tell you Slay is the more significant loss with Tyreek Hill, uh, Jalen Waddle and company, you know, maybe the best passing offense in the NFL. So um, that's sort of game by game in this particular game. Um, the Jets run the ball a little bit more effectively than they throw it. Uh, so you'd have to say you're more worried about the front. But as you point out, the Eagles have the deepest defensive front in football. Now, um, from that standpoint, yes, they're not nearly as deep at corner. Um, 
and and they can hold up better with injuries on the defensive line. Um, but Carter's been, you know, it's hard to say with Son Reddick and Josh Sweat and all these players the Eagles have, but he's been the best player uh, on the Eagles' defense. So it's pretty significant, either any way you look at it. Yeah, right. You know, I guess for me, I think about you lost Devontae Maddox, right? You lost Zach McPherson. Um, Mario Goodrich, Josh Joe, with those guys, Eli Riggs, you know, they're still works in progress. Uh, and then on top of that, the Philadelphia Eagles, you know, they've kind of made average quarterbacks look pretty damn good in terms of the yardage aspect of it. And that's not to say Zach Wilson that all of a sudden can turn into a world beater, uh, you know, because of the Philadelphia Eagles pass defense. But, you know, losing Darius Slay, you know, that's a, you know, that's a pretty big deal, especially given the fact that you're, you know, pretty much ranked uh, on the, on, you know, on, on the lower half, on the lower section of the totem pole when it comes to pass defense. Yeah, but you got to look at the matchup. Like I said, 32 is 32. So, you know, I mean, the Jets do not pass. If this were Aaron Rodgers, I'd say something completely different, but mm. they can't throw the football. Um, and, you know, Zach Wilson's not playing with a ton of confidence. He's been a little bit better. Um, but you talk about that Eagles front and their ability to put pressure and rattle um, even a veteran quarterback like Matthew Stafford. And the Jets are banged up on the offensive line. Elijah Barrett-Tucker goes to the injured reserve. Um, so, you know, they have a ton of issues on the offensive line. Eagles should be able to persevere. I, I can't get concerned about that passing game with the Jets and Zach Wilson. Um, how can you? I mean, yeah, you you can't replace players like Slay right. or Carter, um, you know, but that's something to worry about next week. I think they can persevere this week. Yeah, I would definitely agree with that. So what do you think the New York Jets game plan is going to be entering this game? Obviously, we talked about the injuries. Uh, we know you and I both know what the Philadelphia Eagles strengths and weaknesses are. Uh, you know, their, you know, their positives and their negatives. The New York Jets, they have their own set of issues as well. But what do you think is what do you think Robert Sala is game planning for in terms of his Philadelphia Eagles team? How do you think he wants to exploit the Philadelphia Eagles weaknesses on defense to try to get Zach Wilson comfortable back there to try to get his confidence up? Well, that's the thing with him. You got to get him competent early because if he's not playing with confidence, it tends to snowball and. Uh, so you probably want to design some easy throws, get them uh, some confidence, some completions. And that's point, you know, Garrett Wilson's a tremendous receiver. Um, I think if Aaron was there, people, he'd be turning into a superstar. That's how good he is. So um, they do have some playmakers. They have good tight ends. Uh, they have a great running back. Um, but I, I mean, you know, it's tough to win in this league when your quarterback is struggling and you can't block people, I say all the time. And, you know, they've lost three offensive linemen since the start of it. So, uh, and they weren't very good to begin with. That was the concern in New York. They have a great defense, talented defense. Um, and they had Aaron Rodgers, but people were concerned about the offensive line. And they've lost uh, – uh, numbers on the offensive line as well from a from one that wasn't that great to begin with. So, um, yeah, it's a struggle for them offensively right now. Uh, 
and it's been Hall and not much else. And you look at the Eagles and um, their run defense is number one in the NFL, 61 yards a game. So you expect maybe a, a player like that to get up. You're you're fine if he gets up to 80, 85, something like that. You just don't want the 170 or whatever he had last week. Um, and I can't see that happening against the Eagles. And they're down a corner, a very good corner in DJ Reed. And the guy who would back up DJ Reed, Brandon Eccles, not right. playing as well. So they got their own issues at cornerback to to uh, pile on. So it's still a very good matchup for the Eagles. As you mentioned, they've never lost to the Jets. That is the longest streak of one team against a num- another in NFL history. Um, most wins without a loss by any NFL franchise in a head-to-head series. So um, I thought this would be a real test for the Eagles before the season started. But we all did. <laughs> yeah, that's how much things drastically change when you lose a quarterback like Aaron Rodgers. Absolutely. You know, the Jets, they put all their eggs into that Aaron Rodgers basket. And, you know, they were supposed to be Super, super Bowl favorites or at least c- considered to be Super Bowl contenders with Aaron Rodgers, you know, with that defense. And I think they would have been, to be yeah, honest. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Um, you know, there's no argument from me on, on that front. You know, I'm curious, you know, Sean Desai, his defense showed some, his pass defense especially, but his defense as a whole uh, showed some pretty positive signs in the second half of that Rams matchup, right? You know, limiting the entire offense to less than, I believe, 100 yards. Uh, you know, in in that second half, they did a pretty good job handling guys like Cooper Cup and Puka Nakoa. Um, what do you think, Sean Desai? What do you think is on Sean Desai's mind as he enters this matchup with the uh, with the Jets? What do you think he's focusing on? What do you think he's trying to limit? Uh, how do you think he wants to exploit and attack this uh this Jets offense? Well, the Eagles' defense is built on their front. They know they have some weaknesses um, up the middle. Um, and pass coverage specifically. Um, and that doesn't change this week, next week, four or five weeks down the line. That's the weakness. Um, and, you know, when when the Rams in the first half were dominating the Eagles from the slot, um, right in the middle of the field with Cooper Cup, you know, Matthew Stafford was comfortable. The difference between the first half and the second half was Matthew Stafford wasn't comfortable mm. getting the football out too quickly. There are a couple times Cup was open downfield significantly, and he just didn't uh, – he was hurried, didn't have time to throw the football, was over the wrong shoulder on one occasion, wasn't close on another occasion, but the receiver was open. So if the pass rush isn't getting home – that that's the difference between big play for the Rams and good defense from the Eagles. The the Eagles are all about that front. And if that front isn't kicking and, and creating pressure, they have some issues when it comes to pass coverage. Earlier you mentioned Kobe Dean being activated off of IR. Uh one of the biggest debates over the past few weeks has been, you know, what's Harry Roseman, you know, or rather, what's this coaching staff going to do? In terms of getting the Kobe Dean back on that field, are they going to bench? Are they going, are they going to bench Nicholas Morrow, a guy who's been very productive for them, a guy who's made plays and kind of been a steady presence back there? Um, are they going to take him off the field and put in a guy that 
A, can't stay healthy. Uh, B, um, still is uh, a work in progress. You know, he's been hurt in training camp. Um, hasn't really gotten too many live game reps. Uh, some people put a lot of stock in momentum. Some people don't. But what do you think the Philadelphia Eagles are thinking in terms of Nicole Dean and Nicholas Morrow? How do you anticipate them <clears> approaching um, this rotation or uh, this linebacker lineup right now, Just even though, again, Morrow has been playing fairly well? Yeah, I I, I think the Eagles are going back to Nicole Dean. And, wow. and they haven't uh, they haven't activated him yet. By the way, just to make it clear, they, okay. they have till four o'clock tomorrow. But you um, anticipate that he yeah, won't Nick play that game. essentially said, um, you know, Nick doesn't give up much, as we all know, when it comes to injuries. Um, but he basically, and I'll get you the exact wording he used, because I was the one who asked him about Nicobe. He said he's looking like he's going to be there, and we're excited about that as a football team. So that's as that's as basically a, a non-confirmation confirmation that Nicobe's mm-hmm. going to be activated tomorrow and is going to play with the Jets. The Eagles would never say this, but I think they look at this game as an opportunity to get him involved. Like the last thing you want is to throw him back in there against the Dolphins and that offense. You want him to get his sea legs back. Um, And the same with Sidney. What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage, Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for two forty nine dollars a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today, or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Brown as well. Now you're talking about replacing Justin Evans, and I think you might see the shrink wrap come off Sidney Brown as well. Them given the opportunity, um, again, to get those sea legs before the Dolphins get here in that explosive offense. Uh, they look, Nicobe Dean is their best linebacker, and 
the Nicholas Morrow deserves a lot of credit, hat tip, everything you want. He's made the plays. But again, he's making plays because of the brunt. And anybody looks at, oh, he got three sacks. Look at the three sacks. Look at them. But, but, but couldn't somebody make the same argument for Dean as well? I mean, he hasn't really given us too much live NFL action for us to say what he really is, right? Well, no, he's not proven. But, uh, you know, the Eagles see the upside, see the ceiling. He hasn't played much. He played 30-whatever snaps last year, and he got hurt in week one. And And for people, you know, who say he's injury prone, he's undersized. He never missed a game in college, by the way. Never missed a game in college. So this was his first time um, actually missing games. Um, And you have to keep an eye on it because he did get hurt in training camp as well. Uh, Short-term injury. He's not the biggest guy in the world. But the Eagles know over a large sample size, their best linebackers, N'Kobe Dean. He's just much more talented. So you want to get to that point, and you don't want to get I, – I often say with the end, the hardest thing is to be honest with yourself. And, you know, if somebody's making a play because Jalen Carter's a monster or uh, Hassan Reddick's creating something or Josh Sweat's creating something or Fletcher Cox or Brandon Graham, et cetera, et cetera, Eagles coaches understand what's going on there. Um, and their best long-term option at the position is Nicobe Dean. And I, you know, anybody who doubts that Nicholas Morrow, it's the same thing in an opposite direction. This is a seven, six season. He's played a lot of football. We got a large sample size. And I was talking to Nick last week. And by the way, Nick, again, Deserves all the credit in the world. Good guy. Played behind the worst defensive front in football last year. Specifically came here to play behind this defensive front. He knew it. And sure enough, he showed up and he made some plays. But don't get that mistaken. He's not Lawrence Taylor, people. You know, he's not coming around the edge making sacks. Those were delayed blitzes. Right, Those right. were cleanup sacks because of the defensive line. So the Eagles understand that, and they know who the better player is, and they're going to get to the better player. You know, it's – I'm curious because – John, you got me? Yeah. Okay, I just want to make sure. I know I glitched up a little bit. Um, okay, so I, I, I guess for me, I'm, I'm, a, I'm a huge proponent of if it's not broke – don't fix it. And again, I understand that Kobe Dean may may be a deeper well in terms of talent goes as, as far as talent goes. But Nicholas Morrow, I mean, at what point do we value? Okay, let's let's think about it like this: Reed Blankenship. He's not the most talented guy, but he just but he knows where to be. He knows how to play the position. Some will say C.J. Garner Johnson is more talented than Reed, but. I think Reed has a better understanding of the position of the safety, right? You know, Nicobe Dean, talented kid, still, you know, ha- hasn't been hurt in his past, but has been hurt as of late. Nicholas Morrow, we had that sample size. You know, he's a guy who's played for the Bears. I, I guess what I'm trying to say is 
aren't most of these guys a product of who's playing in front of them? Because well, sure, but I I think the now you bring up C.J. Gardner Johnson. Look, if C.J.'s here, he's playing. You know, he's playing ahead of Reed Blankenship. He's playing ahead of Justin Evans. He's playing ahead of uh, Sidney Brown. He's playing ahead of um, insert name Marcus Epps if he's back. And by the way, if Marcus is back, if Marcus was here and CJ was here, they'd be the starting safeties, not Reed Blankenship. Um, so that's kind of the difference. Reed is the best safety they on have, the Eagles right. today. Um, okay. But if CJ was still here and he's hurt out in Detroit, but if he was still here, he'd be playing. I right. mean, and that's sort of where it's always a, a sliding scale. And, and maybe as he continues to develop, um, he turns into a better player down the road, but CJ is a pretty good player, <laughs> but I would agree with you. Reed is, uh, you know, CJ's more in the Trayvon Diggs category. He's going to gamble occasionally, but he's a big playmaker. Um, and you know, called a home run hitter with the Phillies run. And you could have a five-tool player. I want that guy in the middle of the lineup hitting 45 home runs. He's going to help you more. Um, and that's what CJ was last season. Um, so, and I'm not comparing Nicobe Dean to, to him either, but Nicobe right, right. Dean is the best of the best player the Eagles have at linebacker. So understood, understood. Um, transition, transition to the offensive side before we get out of here, John. Um, the Jets, they have a pretty, pretty good defense, especially in the red zone. The Philadelphia Eagles have struggled uh, in the red zone. How do you think the Philadelphia Eagles offense plans to attack this New York Jets defense? Again, they still have a lot of their talent on that side of the ball, but they've been trying to carry this offense. And sometimes sometimes it's just hard to do when your quarterback is playing that back, but uh, playing that bad. But, uh, but I digress. What do you think the Philadelphia Eagles game plan is on the offense side of the ball? Are, are they going to lean more of the run game because the Jets can't stop the run? Um, are they going to try to, you know, go against the grain and, uh, you know, attack them in the air? How do you think they want to go about this uh, this Sunday? Well, the Eagles are, you know, that's one of the good things. They're, they can do whatever they need to do. Probably the mo one, the most diverse offense in the NFL. But uh, you mentioned the red zone. It's interesting. <laughs> from 20 to 20, they're the my, most diverse from – inside the red zone they might be the least diverse so they have to fix the red zone um they'll do what and and i think a lot i talked about this with jody this morning a lot of the the jets uh defensive statistics are skewed by the weakness of the offense their 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 defensive numbers don't look good um but they got a lot of talent on mm -hmm. defense and it doesn't look good because they're on the field a lot because the offense can sustain drives. They're um, behind a lot. So human nature takes over. And sometimes you, you get that woe is me mentality. Here we go again. So um, I think the human nature aspect is missed by a lot of people. But, you know, it starts with Quinn and Williams up front. Uh, he's a great player. John Franklin Myers is a guy that, Lane Johnson mentioned one of the most underrated players in, in the NFL. This isn't like last week when you had Aaron Donald, who's a great player like Quentin Williams. 
and you could slide protection. If you slide protection to Quinn and Williams, there are other guys who can hurt you this week. And so it's more difficult. They have great linebackers. Quinton's brother, Quincy's having a great year. C.J. Mosley, veteran linebacker, probably everybody knows, really good player. Uh, there is some help. They have great corners, but D.J. Reed is hurt. Sauce Gardner is supposed to play, Robert Salas said. He's, he's dealing with an illness this week. Mm-hmm. He's one of the best corners in football. They have a good slot corner and Michael Carter. Um, they have good safeties. If you remember week one, Jordan Whitehead, three interceptions in, in week one. They got players all over the field on defense. So the assumption that you look at the the numbers and say, well, they've been giving up the run. They've been giving up the run because the, the offense stinks. And, and, again, when you're on the field a lot. So if the game starts going in a negative direction for the Eagles, you're going to be really impressed by this defense. Now, I don't expect that to happen because I don't expect the Jets offense. I expect them to be in the same boat. But don't sleep on this defense. It's really, really good. It's the most talented defense the Eagles have seen this year, even without DJ Reed. Um, And that's a big – he's a good player. He doesn't get enough credit because Sauce Gardner is so good. But, you know, they're they're in the conversation for having the best cornerback duo in the NFL when when he's healthy. So they're they're a good group um, and it's going to be tougher um, than it usually is for the Eagles offensively. But, you know, we say this every week that the bottom line is. And this is where I think the Eagles differ from the 49ers. The Eagles can block anybody. Mm. They can block anybody. And when you can block people, you can play offense. When you can't, you can't. Um, and we saw it with Nick Bosa last year, Lane Johnson, eh, no problem. <laughs> you know, when you other teams can't block Nick Bosa. Eagles can. Um, and they can do that to everybody. And they can block Quentin Williams. Okay. So before we get out of here, John, that sounds like the game plan right there, right? The fact that this Jets, this Jets defense, even though they're as talented as they come, probably they're probably going to be maybe the most talented, maybe the second most talented defense they'll face outside of the 49ers on the schedule. Um, but maybe the game plan is the fact that you keep this defense on the field much longer than they want to be, right? The Philadelphia Eagles are known for having long, sustained 10, 12, 13, 14 play drives, right? That last eight, nine minutes. And it seems like this is a you know you're really you're really big on the notion styles make fights, right? You know that's one thing I picked up from you that at the end of the day, no matter how good or bad you may be, does is this team outfitted to take advantage of what you don't do well? And the and and, and the Jets they their offense can't sustain drives, and the Philadelphia Eagles offense are known for sustaining drives. That seems like a cocktail for disaster for this Jets defense. Yeah, I mean, the Eagles' time of possession has been off the charts through five games, and I expect that to continue. Um, The play numbers, you know, offensive plays versus defensive plays, uh, snaps have been out of whack for the Eagles. ton of offensive plays, not a lot of defensive plays, which helps the defense. Um, So I expect that all to continue this week. Um, Yeah. And I, I, I just don't think 
I think that that I think that that there will be some complaining on Monday <laughs> because the Jets at times will make the offense look poor uh, for you know pockets of the game. Uh, but I, I don't think the Eagles will ever be in any real danger because I just don't think the Jets offense can do much against this team. All right, John, final word. Uh, what's your prediction for this matchup? Uh, I think it's going to be pretty easy. Eagles win 24-14-ish. I don't think it's going to be a high-scoring game. Um it was supposed to rain. Looks like it got moved up. It looks like it's going to be more rainy Saturday than Sunday. So maybe that helps uh, the offenses a little bit. But does that uh, mean the Eagles could potentially lean on their running game more in this matchup? Yeah, I mean it's, it, it, that that's up to the Jets. It really mm. is. I mean that's what the Eagles' coaching staff does best. If they're going to load the box, the Eagles will throw, and if they're not, the Eagles will run. Um, Understood. And it, it's a math equation for the Eagles, unfortunately, in a lot of sports, because sometimes it's not the most aesthetic thing in the world. But uh, if they, my my hunch is, you know, from the way the teams are, have been playing, most of the teams, it's been about stopping Jalen Hurts first and foremost in the quarterback run game. Um. And I think that continues with the Jets. Uh, and they have the linebackers who um, can do it. Um, and and we'll see. So maybe it's a DeAndre Swift game. But I know everybody looks at the number and says, they can't stop the run. Uh, you know, C.J. Mosley has been stopping the run for a long time. Quincy Williams is having a great year. Um it's just been circumstance more than and Nick Sirianni mentioned that, by the way. He knows how talented they are. Absolutely. So we're liking John in for 24-14, correct? 24-14. 24-14. I have the Eagles winning uh 28-17. Uh, I think the Jets are gonna score a late touchdown or get some late points somewhere where it really doesn't matter. Uh but there you guys have it. Football 24-7 with John McMullen. I'm your guy, Tony. The show's the second. Make sure you guys smash that like button. And also make sure you guys are subscribed to the Jacob Sports YouTube channel. Make sure you guys also lock in to the pre, post, and halftime show uh, on, on the Jacob Sports YouTube channel. There you'll have guys like Seth Joyner, Mike Masnelli, Derek Gunn, uh, John McMullen. You have the, love, the lovely lady, uh, Kayla Santiago. Uh, you have Mark Farzetta, Bill Colarulo. Those guys do an amazing job over there. Uh, covering your Philadelphia Eagles and giving you guys some of the best insights, some of the best analysis out there in the market. Again, make sure you guys are locked in with John McMullen, our Eagles insider. He's doing a lot of writing on jacobsports.com, a lot of writing on sportsillustrated.com, also known as si.com as well. So make sure you guys always lock into John. He gives you guys some of the most objective, uh, some of the most accurate uh, breakdowns of your Philadelphia Eagles. Smash that like button. Again, you guys were locked in on football 24-7 with John McMullen. I'm your guy, Tony DeShields the second, and we'll see you guys next time. When it comes to the fight against insurance companies, large corporations, and the healthcare industry, injured victims are always the underdog. But that doesn't worry us. At Messon Associates, we're an injury law firm from Philadelphia, and we come to fight. Our clients know that they've got representation with a chip on its shoulder, and it's the same chip that makes Philly the toughest city in the country. 
call 215-568-3500 or visit us online at mesalaw.com. Mesa & Associates, the toughest injury firm in Philadelphia. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.